Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're going to be reviewing Game of Thrones Season 4. Well, I didn't take a long time to review this season, so you're welcome. Uh, like I had done with the other seasons, I took a little bit of a break in between each, but I decided I was going to fast track this one a little bit, that way you didn't have to wait a super long time to hear it. It's also one of the last great seasons from the show, so that's a plus. The music is fantastic, and if you don't know that by now, then you're probably crazy. The special effects are getting better and better with each season, with the growing budget for the show, because HBO is like, this is popular, make more, here's more money. Um, <laughs> this season takes another step up in, act in the action department. There are some badass fight scenes, some of my favorites of the show, in fact. Uh, between the Night's Watch and the Wildlings, and then later Stannis Baratheon versus the Wildlings. Uh, and there's also some great sword fights in between there. Uh, you get the Hound versus the Bri uh, versus Brianna Tarth, and the Mountain versus the Red Viper, which is probably one of the most famous duels of the whole show. This, this is the last season of Tywin Lannister being killed by Tyrion Lannister, because he slept with Shay and sentenced him to death. And I'll get into why that happened later. My boy cut down in his prime. This season also has the death of Joffrey, which is why Tyrion was sentenced to death by Tywin, which is what leads to T Tyrion's downfall. So, to give you a little synopsis of what happens in this season, so, Joffrey is executed at his royal wedding to the Tyrell la lady, Lady Marjorie. Um, and so, yeah, he's killed, and then they blame oh, I should say Cersei, blames T Tyrion and Sansa. Sansa escapes because, in fact, it was actually Littlefinger and Lady Tyrell who actually orchestrated the, <laughs> the poisoning and assassination of Joffrey. But Tywin gets all, uh, not Tywin, Tyrion gets all of the blame. Uh, so most of the season is Tyrion in jail uh, going like, will somebody not fuck me over? And then through the whole court, so they initially go to trial and there's judges and they're going to judge Tyrion to see if he's guilty. And they bring out everybody and twist everything that's happened in the events of the past three seasons. Even leading up to the death of Joffrey. Um, Cersei extremely manipulating everything. Finding key witnesses to twist their stories. And even Varys kind of twisting the story quite a bit as well. When discussing Tyrion. And Tyrion thinking he ultimately betrayed him. But in fact he's actually one of the people that saves him from being executed. But yeah, and then uh, Shay, come to find out Shay is a fucking bitch. She rats out Tyrion. Um, and yeah, that's what eventually leads to him blowing up and saying, like, oh, fuck this. I call for trial. Uh, I go trial by combat. And so she's like, that's fine with me. I'm going to call my boy The Mountain, who is played by The Mountain, <laughs> Hafthor Bjornsson, who is at one time the world's strongest man. And he has the deadlift world record, in case you didn't know. Fun little fact, I've actually met him, and he's gigantic in person. Like, I know they call him the Mountain, and they're not fucking bullshitting. That dude is huge. Um, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, uh, then Oberyn Martell, he then tells Tyrion, like, you know what? Because the Mountain raped and killed my sister and her children, I'm going to fight for you, and I'm going to kill that motherfucker. And Tyrion's like, thank you. So he fights the Mountain and Red Viper fight. Uh, Red Viper almost kills him. Well, he does. Um, he kills the mountain. Well, he hits him with a fatal wound. And then as he's talking and wandering around, he's like, he's taunting him. He's saying, like, you know, admit to what you did. And then he gets too close and got too cocky. The mountain sweeps him and then gets on top of him and literally explodes his brain. 
Uh, puts his fingers in his eye sockets and poof, pop goes the weasel. Uh, one of the coolest death scenes in the show. Um, but yeah, uh, Rip, R.I.P. Over in Martell, one of my favorite characters. In fact, he now plays the Mandalorian in the Disney Plus show. So, bigger and better things, baby. But um, yeah, so it's a pretty eventful season, pretty fun one. One of my favorites uh, in terms of that aspect. And then by the end, when Tyrion is let out by Jamie, who Jamie is definitely on Tyrion's side. Um, he's the only one of his family members that actually treats him with kindness and likes him. So I like their dynamic and I very much like how their relationship is a lot more flushed out in this. Uh, the only thing I wish was more flushed out between the Lannisters in this season is more on why Tywin hates Tyrion. Beside the fact he's an imp and he's his son, uh, in the books, part of the big reason why Tywin hates Tyrion is that Tyrion's the closest and most resembles him. Due to the fact that Tywin also has an affinity for whores, um, also extremely smart, and does all that stuff. And thusly, this season also has one of my favorite and best character dynamics in the whole show, the Hound and Arya Stark. Uh, the, the Hound initially, I guess, yeah, it's easy. he says he's her captive. So yeah, he takes her hostage and tries to sell her to... His, her mother in the, in the third season into Rob, and then obviously they got murdered in the Red Running, and then he tries to sell her to her aunt, but uh, she's killed by Littlefinger, because she found out about how Littlefinger likes uh, Sansa, and Sansa took her there. I mean, Littlefinger took Sansa there. So, yeah, while they're there, he marries Liza, and then Liza sees uh, Littlefinger kiss Sansa, and she's like, I'm gonna fucking murder you, bitch, because she's crazy. Um, she's got a son that literally still feeds at her breast, and he's like 12. Um, so yeah, he's a bit of a fucking cunt. Um, yeah, so yeah, she gets pushed out the moon door, because she then threatens to kill Sansa, and Littlefinger's like, hold on, bitch. Uno reverse card, and kills her. Uh, and so they end up kind of teaming up by the end of the season, and then it leads, yeah, it leads into Sansa being like, let's go, Littlefinger, let's, let's, let's run this bitch um, <laughs> in the Vale. But yeah, and then the Hound then leaves with her, and then essentially, uh, Arya and the Hound agreed to work together. He's essentially taking care of her. So they run into Brianna Tarth, who's like, I'm here to take the Lady Stark's daughters. And he's like, the fucker you are. Um... Because then he points out to her, he's like, where is, where is it safe for her other than right here with me? Because uh, all of her relatives are dead, and the Boltons are on the north, and then the capital wants to kill her for being a Stark. And, yeah, so then they fight. Uh, Brienne wins. The Hound almost dies. Or at least as far as you know, he died. Um, but uh, I've seen the future, so I know he lives. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Arya leaves to, you know, see the faceless men end of the season with her iron coin Valamogulis. So yeah, that's where she lives off with her. And it's an overall fun se uh, season. I really enjoyed John's arc of this. Him basically becoming a man after learning from season 3 and with the wildlings and all that. You really see him mature and you see his character really starting to bud into who he'll be in this season. This is where he really his character s starts to solidify. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting and then you know, he had to deal with Ygritte, who was killed by fucking Ollie, that little shit. I can't stand that little bastard. Um, <laughs> killed her when the wildlings attacked the wall. Uh, and yeah, essentially he's he is kind of the substitute teacher for the wall. 
He's kind of like the Lord Commander, even though they haven't voted for one. But, uh, yeah. And that was kind of cool. Really cool fight scenes. Uh, Jon Snow's fight scenes are always badass. Um, I don't know why his just seemed to be way cooler than a lot of the other ones. In my opinion. It could just be me. But I just feel like they give him some great swordplay choreography. Um, yeah. Overall, really, really good season. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, definitely a lot of highs. I'd say this this season can be a lot more action-oriented um, and focusing on more smaller stakes. I mean, Khaleesi then is now ruling a Marine. She decided she's going to wait to go to Westeros. So she just is kind of ruling a Marine and kind of learning how to rule. So, I mean, nothing huge is going on in her, other, her side other than her finding out that Jorah Mormont was at one point a spy for Robert Baratheon, she's like, get the fuck out of here, and he's like, but I love you, and she's like, fuck you, and then he goes, he leaves, um, uh, and she's banging uh, the leader of the Second Sons, that's, that's about it for her, I mean, I really can't think of anything else that's super eventful for her, other than her taking over Marine, telling Jor Momont to fuck off, and her discovering, I don't need to be married to, you know, have sex, so I'm just gonna have sex with whoever I want to, um, that's about it, <laughs> Yeah, overall, great, great season. Uh, I give this season an 8 out of 10. It's really good. Highly recommend it. Uh, especially this season, at least seasons 1 through 4. I highly recommend all those seasons. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you enjoyed this review, and if you haven't already listened to my previous Game of Thrones reviews, I got three others, obviously, because this is the season 4 one. But yeah, go give those a listen if you'd like to, please. I highly appreciate any support you give to me, give this channel. Um, yeah, if you want to reach out to me, I have an Instagram page, Dr. Quackers New Reviews. It's on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send me either, like, a movie you want me to review, uh, I talk about stuff you wouldn't necessarily hear me talk about here. I talk about, like, video games, you know, stand-up comedy stuff. You wouldn't just normally hear about me from movies, uh, favorite characters, stuff like that. Um, yeah, if you're interested, go and check that out. If you, if you really enjoyed this show, um, or if you've been a long-time follower or listener, whatever you like to call it, um, you can support this podcast. It's a relatively newer thing that they just set up through Anchor. So if you'd like to support this podcast, I highly thank you. Um, and if anyone decides to uh, support this podcast, I'll try and think of some sort of exclusive thing that I can give you for any, any of my sponsors. So yeah, I'll try and think of some when the time arises. Yeah. Also, uh, and I also hope you enjoyed the episode anyway. And have a good day. If you'd like to hear about, about my sponsor, Viking Fitness, stay tuned. Hey guys, I want to take a minute and talk about fitness. Are you looking to get back into shape or take your fitness to the next level? If so, go to vikingfitnessnh.com. With Viking Fitness, your plan is created by a certified professional specifically for you and only you. No cookie cutter plans, period. You will be provided with detailed information on how to train your body and how to fuel it correctly so you can achieve your goals. With Viking Fitness, you can get quality distance coaching, video check-ins, and access to an entire community for a very affordable price and no bullshit. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603-393-7528. And again, that's 603-393-7528 today. Thank you.